So we're talking about Mitzvah Tzrichah's Kavana. We spoke about Shema and the fact that Shema does not have a self-evident Kavana. And there's also no Bracha. And therefore, it's very good to be consciously aware I'm doing it for the Mitzvah. However, there are two loopholes in this. And that is what the Mishnah Brewer writes. If somebody is always careful to daven within the proper time of Zman Kriyashma. So you're always davening Shachris early in order to make Zman Kriyashma. Or in the evening, you daven Mayrev and you're always davening Mayrev. And the time that you pick to daven Mayrev is always the late time to daven Mayrev, not uh, after Plag, let's say, um, but davening Mayrev in the evening, which is Zman Kriyashma. And you're doing that in general. I always daven a certain time for Shachris that makes Zman Kriyashma. Or I always daven a certain time for Mayrev that will with, be within the Zman Kriyashma of the nighttime. Then built into your davening time is a general intent to fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyashma. So the Mishabruah says that this could work perhaps to be fulfilling mitzvos tzrichos kavana. That if you're always careful to daven bisman, then davening bisman is because of the mitzvah of Kriyashma and built into it is considered uh, the intent of being Yotze, the mitzvah of Kriyashma. However, Somebody who davens sometimes with this man, without this man, he's not always careful to daven early. Plenty of times they'll daven 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30, um, times where they won't make that man Krishna. So then you don't have a built-in kavana. If that person knows that he's davening at 9 a.m., it's not going to make Zman Kriyashma. And therefore they say Shema early. Oh, well, if you're saying Shema early, obviously you're doing it for the midst of Shema, and you don't actually have to consciously think anything. The fact that you're saying it separate from davening and early enough to be out Zman Kriyashma, there's a self-evident kavana that you're doing it for the mitzvah of Kriyashma. But somebody who's loose with their general davening time, even when they do daven early enough to make this man Kriyashma, since they're not expressly doing it for the sake of Shema, it's not considered a built-in Kavana, and this will not help. You would have to have a conscious Kavana when you get to Shema that I'm doing it for the mitzvah. However, I would like to suggest another, uh, if you could call it, loophole in this. Um, I didn't see this anywhere, but I'm assuming based on what we're saying, this will work as well. Somebody that generally davens like people generally daven. You know, you try to say all the words, but sometimes uh, some words are not said perfectly accurately, and sometimes words run into each other, and perhaps you don't have so much kavana. And then, when it comes to Kriyashma, suddenly you go into overdrive. You kick in with a lot of extra kavana, a lot of extra clarity in the words, a lot of separating between the words that can easily flow into each other, all of the halakhas that are required with extra care to say in Krishna suddenly kick in when you get to the words of Shema and you weren't necessarily doing so during davening, perhaps that also carries with it a built-in intent that you're doing it to fulfill the mitzvah of Krishna. Why else would suddenly some suddenly uh, shift gears from you know just regular davening style into this whole new approach to the words that they're saying? Whether you're saying it inside the sitter or like we mentioned, the clarity of the words, all of these new actions are obviously being done because of the commandment to say Kriyashma properly. And that perhaps could count as Mrs. Srikas Kavana as well to fulfill the obligation. That being said, let's talk 
talk a little bit about that extra care that is required in Shema. So here's the interesting point. Truthfully, in order to fulfill the obligation of Kriyashma, there are many Paiskim that say that even if you don't say the word so perfectly, and so alpidikduk, so grammatically correct, you might fulfill the obligation anyway, because you could say Shema in any language. And since halakhically, you could say Shema in any language, even if you don't say the words perfectly, <laughs> it's considered like saying Shema in Yiddish. As long as it's the norm to say the Shema in those words, in those ways, with that Havara, even if perhaps the Yen Havude might be correct or incorrect, whether it's Hasidish, Litvik, Svardish, or even certain um, in, inaccuracies that are sometimes said in throughout words or throughout davening or in Shema itself, perhaps that would be considered as if you said Shema in a different language, which may still fulfill your obligation. You might not get the full value of saying it in Lashen Kodesh, because you might not be saying Lashen Kodesh properly, but you might fulfill the obligation even while saying it not 100% accurately. However, if you're not focused to say it with extra care, you're certainly not going to be getting the Mitzvah Trichas Kavona aspect. So therefore, even if technically you might be able to fulfill Shema saying it not 100% accurately, but if you don't intend that you're doing it for the Mitzvah, you lose the Mitzvah. So therefore, the only way to fulfill it would either to be consciously aware that I'm doing it for the Mitzvah, and then you're saying it inaccurately is like you're doing it in a different language, or focus on the proper way to say it, do a good job in it, and then you have built into the both things. You're saying a proper Shema, and it's probably because you're doing it to fulfill the obligation.